0: This is Robert Merglachi of the Mindshare Learning Port Canada's Learning Technology e Magazine. Happy Friday and welcome to Mindshare TV and the ICTC Work Integrated Learning Series in conversation with Kara Kim who is a laureate Business and Communications uh, student along with Vivian Lee who is the lead for the Will program. Thank you for joining me and happy Friday. Great happy here. Friday. <laughs> Kara, did I maybe not quite get that right? Business and computer Computer science. Science. Yes. I stand corrected. And uh, (laughs) wow, that's an impressive program. Uh, Full disclosure, my kids happen to coincidentally be graduates of uh, the business program. And it's it's not an easy program to get into, is it? What inspired you?
1: Um, To be honest, I'm not quite sure. I actually didn't take that many business or computer science classes in high school. Um, But just the idea of having both the business side and the computer side, kind of learning both sides of the industry was something that really drew me in.
0: It's extremely valuable to have, uh, no (laughs) doubt. And you're in the co-op program as well. I am. Yeah. So what's that experience been like for you so far?
1: It's been great so far. Um, Unfortunately, all three of my past co-ops have been online since they have been Mm -hmm. through um, COVID right uh, but every single one of them has been really fun so far
0: and now we're talking about the work integrated learning program vivian lee who uh, heads up that program perhaps you can tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind it and and it is about future skills and and upskilling and ensuring that we fill that that skills gap that we're well aware of
2: Yeah, so the Work Integrated Learning Program, as you know, is a subsidy for employers to hire students. So uh, we affectionately call it the Will Digital Program. And uh, that program allows employers to hire students on uh, for a a few months minimum, um, hopefully longer, uh, to give them practical real world experience in their field of study. Um, And then we also partner with Um, the ICTC e-learning program, which is my department, uh, to provide um, uh, uh, micro courses for students to take to explore those sectors while they're in their work placement. So they get some free education and training while they're in their employment opportunity.
0: Amazing. And we're very uh, proud uh, customers of yours, if you will, and have gone on to hire one of those students who graduated and were beneficiaries of it and, and big fans. And Kara, tell me about how you learned about it and and, uh, and what it's been like so far for you.
1: Yeah, Pardon so it. I took two courses. Um, I took accessibility in tech as well as cybersecurity. Um, for me, my manager had come down to me and said, hey, there's these courses to do. Um, they're really relevant to the work that we're doing right now and be really useful to do them. And so um, out of the large variety of courses that they had. Um, I happened to take two of those courses.
0: So you had, you had some options. So how many courses are there right now, Vivian, that you've designed? And you are a course designer by, by training, which is very impressive. It's a, it's a great skill to have and uh, very complex.
2: <laughs> it, yeah.
0: <laughs> what it's... inspired you to be a designer? Like...
2: Um, I'm an education nerd. Uh, so I've always wanted to fix and improve the education system constantly, make sure it's evolving, um, and the ed tech sector. Or like your, uh, we I think we share that in common, right, Robert? Well, we're both in, like, we're both keen on it.
1: So yes.
2: We, the internet's not going anywhere, so we should probably no. learn about it. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah, the cybersecurity and the accessibility and tech course work courses we designed uh, with the product team uh, last year. Um, really excited to see students uh, like this lovely one here um, to uh, work through them. And I'd love to hear more about her experience um, taking, especially the accessibility and tech course. That one was a particular. Um, uh, impressive feat. I would say we a lot of chefs in that kitchen we had about seven organizations contribute to that curriculum.
0: Amazing. You uh, are really uh, at the forefront and have a pulse for, for, for the immediate needs of the marketplace. And that's really critical to, to fill that gap, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Well, and also there's just a lot of enthusiasm I find, mm-hmm. especially in the accessibility and tech space. For that Mm -hmm. course in particular, students are learning about um, international protocol standards for websites and uh, how to make things accessible for folks with sight loss or vision loss or uh, physical limitations and exceptionalities, neurodivergencies and everything else. So 20% of the population uh, qualifies as an accessibility, uh, has accessibility needs. So it's a market. It's a very prosperous market. Um, And we're seeing... Uh, a huge surge of interest from students and employers into this field. They're seeing how relevant it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Kara, over to you. What's your thoughts and experience thus far in taking those courses? How has it upskilled your knowledge and, uh, and future directions that you might go from a career perspective?
1: Yeah, so everything I learned in those courses was super relevant to what's happening today and what's kind of growing in industries nowadays. Um, for the accessibility one, in, in uh, for that specific course in general, um, it's amazing how creative people can be when they want to be more inclusive and see things from a different perspective. Um, and I've been seeing a lot of uh, increases in UX and UI designs, Um, which is obviously something we want to be accessible for everybody. And so I might take a look into that direction in the future um, based off of the course.
0: Amazing. So you are currently working part time for the university. Is that correct?
1: Oh, not currently.
0: Oh, so uh, what program, how did you become part of the WOL program? What uh, what, uh, brought you into it?
1: So I was working at an insurance company as an Agile analyst. Right.
0: Okay. Got you. And that's how you got connected. Yeah. Okay. Now that we got those lines. Uh, <laughs> lines. And, and so what's next for you? What, uh, are you doing another co-op term or are you done your sessions?
1: Uh, yeah, there's an optional one in the fall, but I'm actually planning hopefully to go on exchange um, to a different country. Hopefully.
0: As my son did, uh, make sure it's a, an exotic one for your parents, okay? My son went to Paris, and uh, we felt obligated to visit him, no doubt. But, uh, but at any rate, what, uh, so what's in store for you? Uh, so you're in your fourth year, and yeah. then there's it's a five-year program when you do the co-op. So any sense of what you might want to do when you grow up, if I could use that old jargon? What, what, um, uh, what career paths uh, have you considered? And you have a specialization that you've done or yeah. are you keeping it? Uh, yeah, go ahead.
1: Um, I'm actually doing a concentration in big data for computer science. Not wow. quite sure what specialization I'm going to do for my business degree. Um, still thinking. But so, in the future, I would like to have a job that connects the bridge between those two. So translating business jargon into tech talk and tech talk into business jargon.
0: Fascinating. Well, you know, it's it's enlightening to have conversations with uh, our youth today. I've never been more optimistic of the future when we have opportunities to connect with with students like Kara. What are your thoughts on that, Vivian? You must see this movie replay itself a lot across the country with the students in your program. Oh yeah.
2: They're so inspiring. Well, Kara is a very modest. She actually won the case study challenge uh, for her course last semester.
0: Congratulations. So
2: Thank you. Of all the students that took the course, she submitted uh, the most innovative approach to running an accessible online event, um, which was a case study presented to us by a partnered organization called Pride at Work. And so uh, Kara's uh, recommendation for how to run an event online just blew us away um and verse, as you said the creativity is unbelievable
0: amazing amazing so uh how many courses do you currently have available now uh, vivian uh through the Will program
2: so we've got 12 uh courses that are tech-centric uh and uh, we're adding a uh, agile industry mindset course this summer, uh, which will be piloted this summer and fully launched next fall. And that is to support students with agile structure, uh, but also interpersonal skills um, and I focusing see. on how to um, gently move a digital adoption forward using change management strategy.
0: That, that is so relevant to what we do on a daily basis. I was just having a conversation uh, this morning with uh, a professor uh, who is part of a school district uh, out east and the whole change leadership uh, element of innovation uh, is integrally uh, critical. And what inspired this particular course, I'm curious.
2: I don't get to take credit for this one. <laughs> uh, it is a course that was, uh, it's, it's, un, it's in design right now, so I can't speak too much to it. But right. it uh, was in research and development for over a year. And it comes from an incredibly um, diverse perspective uh, based in Canadian research and using 21st century uh, tools. Um, and it comes with a lot of supports and um, practical application, which is something we really prioritize because students right. these days need to know the why. Like, why am I learning this? What's the relevancy? Um,
0: Absolutely. Why am I
2: going to you and not a YouTube video to learn? Mm. Right. And so you have to prove it every time. With you, you have to
0: add that value. You have to make it interesting and, and immersive and engaging um, it's not just a talking head, and the the notion of challenge based learning is something we embrace, and and project based learning is. Uh, I mean, I was doing project based learning for my masters in ed tech uh, back in two thousand and six. I'm aging myself, but uh, <laughs> as a mature student, but you that's where you really you know uh, dig deep, and and the the immersive learning, and by learning by doing, and and collaborating with uh, groups and. And teams is is really powerful, isn't it?
2: Yeah, Kara, do you want to tell us about your case study? Do you
1: remember a little bit about it? Uh, I believe so. Um, I believe it was a Zoom online event um, with can't remember how many attendees, over 100, something like that. And it was uh, trying to find out ways to make it accessible for everybody watching. So um, people who have attention issues, who can't sit still for too long and things like that. Um, Luckily, the platform Zoom and a lot of video platforms nowadays have those integrated features where you can make them accessible. Um, But some of the suggestions that I kind of came up with was, because it was a budget as well, if they were able to hire um, a sign language interpreter to for deaf people having obviously subtitles, um, for bandwidth, make sure you're near the router or uh, connect to the ethernet, things like that.
0: Amazing. And uh, what's, what's the learning been like for you uh, over the past couple of years um, what kind of tools have you experienced, Carol, in your learning uh, at, uh, at Laurier? Uh,
1: mostly online textbooks and watching recorded videos on times two speed. <laughs>
0: uh, the, did you, wow. Did you have some synchronous learning though? Did you, did they use Zoom? Uh, or what tools, Teams, or was it optional as to what the professors used? Curious.
1: For Laurier, we do use Zoom. Um, I know other universities have teams as well. Um, some of my courses were synchronous, but because we also have international students and the time differences oh, were
0: right, changing,
1: um, they changed them to
0: asynchronous. Yeah, interesting. And then, of course, you're on an LMS, d 2 l perhaps. Yeah. We know those people well, uh, and local company from uh, KW as well. And um, so what's in store for you, Vivian, next in terms of... Let, let's talk about the cybersecurity one is a really interesting one. And that, that must be a popular course. What are some, some, the top yeah. most popular that are being so taken?
2: Definitely cybersecurity is at the top. Uh, it's It combines... Uh, theory-based stuff with like the nice framework uh, from um, sort of the expected standards of cybersecurity, as, as well as a blended with a virtual machine lab system to allow students to apply their learning. I love um that. Because, yeah. thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we found that um, if you're not, you know, in a full-time cybersecurity curriculum course, it's really hard to dip your toes into, the code behind cybersecurity, and it's not that hard to pick up. Um, so we came up with a bunch of scenarios where students had to solve problems on a virtual computer. Uh, the nice thing about using a VM is that you're not a virtual machine, is that you're not uh, messing up your own computer. <laughs> so <laughs> you can download a fake virus on your fake computer.
0: <laughs> that, that's really impressive, uh, very strategic thinking there from a curriculum design standpoint.
2: I'm hope it's practical, right? We're trying right. to, we're trying to answer the why, like, what's the point? And the point yeah. is that we engage with cybersecurity all the time. We don't even know it. Um, and hopefully, uh, Kara was able to walk away with some useful skills. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so Kara, what's next for you? Uh,
1: in terms of my future work life? Learning,
0: uh, no, in terms of the, so this you're, you're planning to do, uh, an exchange. and then you'll be graduating and uh and then you'll have all these skills that gives you options as to what you want to pursue which is exciting
1: super exciting
0: vivian uh final thoughts to share before we wrap up
2: uh for your listeners today i just want to remind them that our applications are open for summer um and for post-secondary students that are eligible for the program um, we are accepting applications now for summer semester, which starts in May.
0: And Kara, final thoughts for you on the initiative, what it's been like. Would you recommend it to, uh, to friends and, and classmates?
1: Yeah, I've already actually recommended it to a couple people, <laughs> but definitely do it. You will learn so much relevant information that you can apply to both your personal life and your work life It can help increase your employability in the future um, and you know don't miss up on, on an opportunity to learn something new
0: yeah and you've taken full advantage of of the extracurriculars as well it's really important to to have and that's where you garner additional skills and yeah and uh employers want to see that i they oh, can't yeah. underscore that enough as as someone who hires on a regular basis, I always look at what are the extracurriculars, what separates this individual from others. So, kudos to you for uh, your leadership. And uh, thank you so much for making the time today on the Friday, Vivian and Kara. Thank you for
1: thank having you. us.
0: That was uh, Laurier student Kara. Kim and uh, Vivian Lee of ICTC. My name is Robert Mertalacci of the Mindshare Learning Corp. Be sure to check out W Mindshare Learning to get your latest issue. And until next time, stay healthy, stay safe, and keep the learning curve steep.